0: He has failed this podcast.
1: All right, welcome back to the Flash Flash cast. Uh, I am your hostess, I guess, or I'm the, lead, I'm the lead Chatterbox, Lisa Schmeiser. With me, as always, is Tony Sindelar, and today we are super excited to have Dan Morin appearing. Hello. Dan. Mm-hmm. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. It's, g-
0: it's good to be here. You can think of me of, as Reverse Moe's, or Izam. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: We hope that uh Mose will be able to come back next week. He has unfortunately been locked up in a undisclosed prison. We're not sure if mm-hmm. it's on a Pacific island <laughs> or underneath your local power plant. So to be determined. Mm-hmm. Um, either way nobody's feeding him. Yes. Yeah. So either way he exists in a in a timeline where Reverse Flash has traveled back in time and removed habeas corpus from the uh mm-hmm. from the, from the, the legal wranglings. So yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it's oh not the gosh. darkest
2: timeline, but it's not mm-hmm. great. Um, so well, here we, go. we all have goatees. Have it might goatees actually
1: be—it might actually be a good timeline. We don't know. I yeah. think Phil already had a goatee, so maybe we were already in the darkest timeline, and, oh, and now it's setting itself to rights. So this episode follows on um, what was arguably a huge game changer last week, or was it? Um, <laughs> because at the very end once barry discovered that he had effectively run himself back 24 hours we begin this episode with um him having his own personal groundhog day so 30 second recap i did it last week i'm happy to do it again this week
2: i'll take a stab at it if you time me
1: all right i've got the time ready set go
2: all right barry's back in time uh, Wells picks up on it really fast, and rather than act out the past day as he's supposed to, uh, he uses his knowledge to zip around and put Weather Wizard into jail right away. Uh, Cisco and Aitlin, uh, Caitlin go to Cisco's brother's party. We get to meet Cisco's family. Uh, Heatwave and Captain Cold show up and basically start a mob war. They've also got uh, Captain Cold's sister along. Uh, Barry tries to tell Iris how he feels after doing the relatively painless breakup with Linda. That uh, She freaks out. Eddie uh, slugs Barry in the face. Uh, Cisco uh, reveals Barry's identity to Captain Cold uh, and is going to leave Star Labs until he has a heart-to-our-heart. Heart. And Barry has a heart-to-heart heart with uh, Captain Cold and establish what the rules for the rogues are going to be. And Reverse Flash kills our least favorite journalist. And in the last scene, Barry tells Joes he suspects Wells is not all he seems.
1: Right on, 49 seconds. All right. <laughs> to be fair, it was a jam-packed episode. I feel like it could have been two hours long. And it's still... and and. It, for, for everything that, that they they crammed into into this thing, because you have the weather wizard dispatched into the prison where no one ever gets fed. I <laughs> am um, no scientician, but Barry is now messing with the space-time continuum, except that <laughs> it appears to be messing with him more than he's actually messing with it. And um, what's really odd is, is you don't really see how the decision tree works in this. All that you know is that Barry's like, you know what, I'm going to keep... Uh, I'm gonna keep the captain from, from getting paralyzed. I'm gonna keep from having to do the thing where I pulled Joe out of the car. I'm gonna save people with a tsunami. Everything's cool. And then no, it turns out that everyone makes like the exact opposite decision they would have made the episode before. And and Barry has no idea, you know, it's it's like he's affronted by oh, what what is his free will? Wait, why why is this happening?
0: Yeah. That said, I think almost all of the alternatives he ends up with are still better than everything that happened last exactly. week. Exactly. That is true. But it's actually not that bad for him. Yeah. No,
1: it was. Um, and what I realized in watching this episode is I am clearly a huge Dr. Wells apologist. <laughs> <laughs> because this whole episode you know because he's giving you know he obviously figures out what's going on with oh barry has managed to run back in time and you and and we all know from last week that dr wells is, needs barry to to develop these 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 powers so that he can go back in time but this whole episode he doesn't seem as overtly evil <laughs> as he <laughs> as he did before and um the part that actually had me shouting, oh my god, no way, at my TV is when he and Cisco have the heart-to-heart, Yes, and he repeats verbatim, you ha- yes. you're almost a son to me, and I was like, oh
2: my god! And, and doesn't kill him this time, yeah. though. No, that was not Twist ending! And, and I feel like I've never had that experience while watching a show where they've, like, I haven't had that flipped on me before, because, yeah. you know... I um, thought you were going to say in real life, you never had that happen. Someone
0: just vibrate their hand right in your chest. That's probably good.
1: No, so. they, 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 and they make him even more sympathetic because yeah. he has the moment. Obviously, we've hit the Dr. Will's wellness check point, portion mm-hmm. of the event. Um, they have that moment where he's telling Cisco, Well, you had to choose between two people you love, and mm-hmm. it's never going to be a good choice. And all you can do is hope you made the right one. And I was like, All right, clearly he's speaking from personal experience here. So we're going to find out more about that. Um, but the only moments of, Oh, you know, Dr. Wolves not only seems as he goes, and he talks to the computer and confirms that there's still, you know, the the, the newspaper with Barry is, you know, the Flash goes missing. And um, then at the end, when he kills the crusading journalist, and he is enough of a jerk to be like, oh, and by the way, you were on the biggest story of this century. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, come uh, uh. on.
0: <laughs> Who are you talking to, Reverse Flash? Yeah, You're just being a oh. jerk. I wish there was someone here to hear
2: my one-liners. <laughs> yeah. uh, too bad I killed him. <laughs> Also, like he was doing the thing. I mean, maybe there's cameras there, but he's doing the thing where, like, I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to vibrate so you won't know who ki- who kills you. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm a spooky villain. He, but then so, he cleans up
1: the entire body uh, yeah. and
0: everything too. It's like he's very he's very conscientious, which I yeah. appreciate yeah. in my murderers.
1: I'm um, pretty sure it's a scientific method at work. He's very orderly in, in in setting up his workplace. Well,
2: and there is the thing where I mean, the other person he well, he killed um i i forget the character's name but that, that simon Stag, simon yes. yes and i mean because he di- he disappeared him right so mm-hmm. he is yeah. he is for whatever reason being uh kind of i mean it seems like people are concluding that these people are dead but yeah. he's at least keeping it kind of mysterious um yeah you no know. he's
1: leaving no evidence mm-hmm. and um well, well, assuming, evidence assuming they are dead the...
2: and that he's not doing something weird and sciencey to them so
1: uh-huh. Or serving them as meatloaf to the prisoners because that would or, solve a lot of problems. Or, at once. or, or to a gorilla garage. garage. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gorilla,
2: gorillas got to eat, you know. Yeah,
1: sure. No, this is. I I didn't have very high expectations for this episode because, um. All right, I've been on vacation up in the sequoias for like the last few days, and I came down last night and loaded up my RSS feeder. Fe- reader and looked at the A.V. Club, the TV club, because I read them all the time. And their recapper re- like gave the, the episode a B-minus. Like, well, it squatters yeah. all the potential. And I'm like, oh, man, really? And then I watched it today and I'm like, no, no, this is so great. This is awesome. I, I like <laughs> There are just so many great, me. again, Dr. Wells apologists here. There yeah. just so many great moments. Where he's like, all right, Barry, you really don't want to go messing with timelines. <laughs> and then Barry comes in Wells is like, you mess with the timeline, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> and um, there was one funny moment with him and Joe and...
0: Just, you're not going to tell me what, what happened here either, huh? Yeah. Nope.
1: nope. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, I, I I love that they went back to making him really humane. And at the same time, you're like, oh, wow, this is a dude who's, and and I feel like they kind of walked back his character a little bit because instead of it being, oh, he killed Cisco because he's the kind of depraved individual who can just do that. It, it turns into, no, he he only kills people who are too close to figuring out that mm-hmm. he is actually like a time traveling mad scientist type. And I also thought that a lot of his warnings to Barry were of the variety that, you know, if you mess with the timeline, you end up flung back 400 years mm-hmm. in the past, you will not enjoy a world with without vaccination and sanitation, much as I do not enjoy this world. So,
2: <laughs> It was a little weird in that we had this kind of parallel looking at how the last 24 hours, which has now been undone, affected people, because we both have Wells, who's being kind of less villainous and more more of a human, and then also... The plot line I did not enjoy as much with, with where Iris basically doesn't have the chance to figure out what her feelings are. And therefore, you know, Barry's little engineered chat does not go the way yeah. he expects it to. I
1: loved that. So and here's why I loved it is um, because Iris calls him on his crap.
2: That was yes. good. And she,
1: and she's like, you can't keep making me the bad guy here. I already told you, you know, at Christmas. You need to respect that. And, you know, if you think about it from her perspective, there she is just having her, you know, having her life, doing whatever, and this dude keeps saying, no, I know things that I can't tell you, but we're meant to be together, and I know your feelings, but I can't tell you how I know your feelings. That's an irritating conversation to be part of. That's a creepy
0: conversation to be part of. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: Iris was totally on point when she's like, no, this Mm -hmm. is not acceptable, and I like that she told her boyfriend off the bat that, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, God, Barry just dumped this on me, and I can't (laughs) take it, and you know i i don't blame eddie for for mm-hmm. well there are probably you should probably use your words and not your hands but yeah <laughs> you know i you can't but, blame eddie for being like look you have got to stop doing this to her and yeah. you have to stay away from her because you're not respecting our relationship
2: i don't think eddie right. as a person should punch barry in the face but they all patch yeah. it over with the the totally believable lightning story psychosis. about lightning psychosis yeah <laughs> oh god totally I love, believable. I love <laughs> it almost doesn't sound real <laughs>
0: I yeah. just really enjoyed the expression on Eddie's face as he gives him a big yeah, hug. Like, he's like, I am so
2: sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty the
1: greatest. Good. Eddie is so... I, I really hope he doesn't turn out to, to be conscripted by Tom Cavanaugh mm-hmm. into some sort of time-traveling villainy because I just like the idea of Eddie being the, their handsome human golden retriever of a pal who's like, mm-hmm. whatever, I'm just happy to be here.
2: <laughs> I think yeah, I'm kind of glad that uh, Mason Bridge, the journalist, got killed off because I felt like, you know... Iris should get to do more in that role and having like you get to work for the really important good journalist seem not mm-hmm. not really exciting. So like, well, and it gives her a jumping off point. Yes. Too, right? So she gets to investigate be, like, him and then yeah. maybe she'll find out what he was on. Like, that's now a big hole for her to, to, to work around it. And they haven't had a lot for her to do. So, yeah, no, this is actually
1: thing. one of the most exciting episodes for her. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the problems I've had with her as a character over the course of the series is she's been written as being you know, as Iris in relation to Barry or Iris yes. in relation to Eddie or Iris in relation to Joe. And, um, this is finally a chance for Iris to come into her own as a person. It's actually, Dan, it's kind of analogous to the journey that Laurel has been making yes. on, on Arrow. Cause mm, I agree with that. when you, and I'm trying not to spoil Arrow here, but the first few seasons, she suffered a lot from being, you know, Oliver's once in future girlfriend or right. Tommy's girlfriend or, you know, uh, detective lance's daughter daughter, or sarah's sister and in a way losing you know this season she lost her sister and her dad is super pissed because she didn't say anything about it and so having to stand on her own and redefine herself is really good for that character
0: yeah i agree i i want to see more like that with caitlin too who i Mm -hmm. think for the first half of the season got bogged down in all the ronnie drama and now that they've kind of resolved that plot line, and and Ronnie or some part of Firestorm will end up on maybe this supposed team-up show, mm-hmm. you know, it gives her the freedom to do a lot of other stuff and be more involved in the rest of the plot that's going around.
1: Yeah, I concur. So, uh, so, yeah, no, this was a great episode for Iris. And now I have hope for the character, whereas I believe on previous podcasts I'm on the record as, like, rooting for her to go away. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I am... Um, I do have to say the one thing that stretched my credulity this week was like how amiable Linda and Barry's breakup was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially if she has that
2: line, like if what is it it's, if your heart doesn't burn for me or something like ache, that? Ache for me. And
0: it was ache like for me. how many dates have you guys met on? You know. No. That is <laughs> a that is a high bar, people. Um
1: Yeah, no, it's not reasonable at all. And and, and what's more is she still has to work with Iris, who mm. who did that whole well, Barry might have feelings for me thing and so you know, that was
2: the most concise, cleanest breakup I think I've ever seen in real life yeah. or in TV. So, like, I that was know. like, yeah. and and he was just like, and I'm just going to walk down the hall here and set up and, a meeting and, with Iris yeah, for later, yeah, right? It's I like, know. pay no attention to me.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it was, I, I, I was like, okay, this is, clearly Linda's one of those infamous cool girls that yeah. you hear so much about. Lightning oh.
2: psychosis may not be as made up as it sounds. No! <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs>
1: And this episode, so last week we raved because it was a game changer. This week they did a lot of heavy lifting on characters and, and game changed a lot of them too. Because we used to also have that, shut up, Cisco. And this week was phenomenal for him.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? I really like the relationship with his brother. I mean, I yes. think that the, it was nice to see the setup where it's like he thinks his brother is, this is super important. Like, oh, my parents fawn over him all the time. He can't do any wrong. And they, you know, they don't give me the time of day. And was, then to have that flipped and be like, his brother's like, well, I was jealous of you because like, you know what you wanted to do and you're a genius. So I just was basically like jealous the entire time. It was a little
2: too tightly packaged for me. And then it's like, let's introduce your brother and establish what the problem is. And then you guys are going to solve that like 20 minutes later and everything's going to be Okay. Um, so I didn't it like that part little... but I hope like he comes back and like maybe we'll get to see see more whether or not him. he still has fingers yeah, yeah. I mean I was thinking like especially with this episode because there was so much mm-hmm. about the relationships between characters it was kind of interesting seeing all these kind of like different models for families of varying mm-hmm. dysfunction right and you know because you have I mean we have the Cisco and Wells heart to heart and we have uh, you know Joe is showing up and, and giving wisdom to people and then we mm-hmm. even have Captain Cold and his sister and kind of their surrogate brother of heat wave and it's you know there's, there's a lot of looking at and you know and they're, they're fighting they, the mafia a family in the and most of itself functional
0: s- relationship here is joe and barry and that involves yes. like a, a supposed father figure being a murderer yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah no the um the the i what i desperately need now is i need a sound clip of leonard snart saying lisa flash flash lisa because that was like the greatest introduction <laughs> you know, and and again this is another episode where we got a lot of cisco and um what I really, ad- I admire the character um, mm-hmm. because when he comes in and he tells the team what he did and why he did it, and then is willing to accept the worst respons- the, the most responsibility, and the worst outcome he can think of, which is to leave this work that he loves and is given in purpose. That that is actual heroism.
2: Yeah, he's and, come, like that character has come a long way. He used to yeah. basically just be a joke, right? I mean, yeah, hence, hey, hence oh, our ha, "shut ha, up, Cisco", ha, Cisco yeah, segment. Yeah, you ha know? ha. Fanboy
1: well, fanboy gives him my nickname, and no, this time, like. He had to make a hard choice and mm-hmm. he made one where where he you know he picked his family over his work which is a choice that clearly was super hard for him and then he owns up to it and um, feels terrible about what he's done, and still accepts the consequences. And
0: a, a lesser show would have made it a cheat, right? Like they would have given him some way to get. I lied. I gave him some other name, right? Like, and they don't shy away from that here, which I think is the biggest credit to that plot development. Is like they have him pick. They have him make a choice, and it's a it's a bad choice either way. Like Wells says later, but like they have him actually make a choice rather than finding some magical way out of it. And now there are consequences, right? Yes. I mean, it, Cold knows who he is, and for better or worse, you know that might not play out as badly as you know it could otherwise. But they, you know, it has it has consequences to it.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's it's. And I frankly loved Cold in all of his scenes. I mean, Wentworth Miller has clearly just decided that he is a starving man. And this role is the one that's going to feed him dinner because every scene was just there's a new head of the mafia in town or or, you know, you think I wouldn't notice you messed with the firing pin. Even the
2: the first scene where they're there and like like, Heatwave gets punched in the face and he just goes, refreshing. It's so refreshing. I, I love it. And I mean, it. That scene is kind of dumb because, like, Captain Cold is kind of the criminal mastermind, but his plan is basically, like, get brought get in captured. by the mafia, hope they don't shoot you, and then punch them all before they shoot you, right? Like, yes! you did not have was... a mastermind plan there. Even though <laughs> I also apparently- had some serious
0: questions about the, uh, how common household items are turned into magical weapons. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, Cisco seems to be like, oh, you want me to build some guns? No problem, here we go. And Let just rebuild those entire things from things you have around the house. I am no scientistian. But I don't understand what his sister's gun does.
1: <laughs> it turns yeah, things lo- into metal, I guess? There were a lot
0: of people suggesting on some of the reviews I read, like, wait, if it just turns things to gold, why not just shoot a bunch of stuff with that and then you've got gold? <laughs> like, yeah, no, because...
2: That's not how the game cause, works.
0: Because
1: you know? in, in theory, she could disrupt, like, the entire world currency. Like, she could yeah. devalue the gold standard in half an hour. It's, and... go-
0: it's gold leaf. It's gold leaf. Yeah. It's not real gold.
1: Well you know. then, she's she, then she can do like the crafting circuits where you know, look here's a mason jar, bling. Now it's a gold leaf mason jar. Enjoy, Brian. She's basically she's a little <laughs> bit
0: Martha Stewartish for like a
2: villain.
1: She's like Pinterest evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the I worst just, kind of evil. Yeah, no, because so. I I loved it when Cisco was actually having the conversation with Captain Cold, and you know, well, you're a good brother. Well, sorry, and he's like, that's debatable. And I was yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> mean that's debatable you got your sister a gun that turns things into gold leaf that's mm-hmm. actually pretty high up there on like mm-hmm. siblings doing you a solid but uh. and i was
2: actually i was kind of willing to believe the last scene with captain cold where like flash lays out like these are what the rules are going to be and yeah actually you're going to appreciate that because it's going to make the game more interesting for you and he's like okay mm-hmm. yeah i get this but yeah. I was like you know what with how you've established captain cold like I'm willing to believe this kind of somewhat ridiculous premise. Um, no, because it, it seems consistent with his crazy, you know, mania.
1: So to cross pollinate podcasts, in addition to the, the, the Arrow Flash cast that we have, um, I also do, you know, Phil and Lisa ruin the movies. And we did one recently where we were in Batman. And one of the conceits that we've always tossed back and forth is that the Riddler should be just like incandescently angry all the time because he's brilliant and he's bored because no mm-hmm. one can relate to him on his level and he's lashing out out of anger and boredom and I kind of think that we actually have that going on with, with Captain Cold here mm-hmm. because um, Wentworth Miller is playing him as somebody who is brilliant and bored and clearly doing this because he needs the kicks And but there's so,
0: no one else up to his level so he needs exactly, to take the yeah. game up a notch mm-hmm. exactly and it's so, the emerald of villains bam <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> crackles yeah and so maybe he is big into you know maybe maybe for him it will be a fun and amusing challenge to you know keep it from getting lethal and to, and to keep things check and to know how to toe the line so that Barry looks bad, but not so bad that he's angry, uh, you know, or Mm -hmm. or, I I mean, I can see him really messing things around and it'll be fun to have a consistent arch villain if that's Mm -hmm. the case.
2: And if it follows the comics in any way, which I, I suspect it will a little bit, like, he'll become, like, the ringleader for the other villains and at least force them to play by the rules and probably there'll be some conflict around that. And I don't know. I mean, he's fun. I'm, I'm glad to see yeah. more of him.
1: Yeah, um, they've already mentioned the rogues gallery. This is all rogues gallery. And I was like, oh, here we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was, it was such... A, I, I don't know if I'd I, I use the word crowd pleaser because, like, one or two people is not necessarily a crowd, but this was an episode <laughs> where I felt like they just, you know nailed almost everything that they they tried.
2: Mm -hmm. And they tried Um, a lot. There's a lot that happens in here.
1: Yeah. Um, That said, I don't understand how the space-time continuum works because Barry can do things like, you know, massively truncate the whole weather wizard Mm -hmm. thing. Like, And so there's no tsunami, for all we know. repercussions. And there's no repercussions other than, well, things are no longer breaking Barry's way on on the iris front. And, um, you know, he now suspects Wells because of... The alert for the missing journalist,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which I yeah. can't say without snickering, because who is ever going to put out an alert for missing journalists? <laughs> like <And> twenty
0: <laughs> minutes after he dies, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, I oh know. man, he did not show up for his like whiskey at the bar at
2: eleven thirty.
1: Maybe mm-hmm. he owes an ex-wife Quit, a lot of money, cops. you know? <laughs> I mean, and and for some reason, that's what sets off Barry's meter. Is is is, is wait? Whoa. That this... felt.
2: I wonder if there was like a scene that was cut or something because that did yeah. seem kind of an awkward transition. Yeah, in there, right?
0: Um, like, no, I think we're is... supposed to assume everything. You know, remember everything that happened last week. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of how much he saw. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. from from talking to that guy and sort of pack that in. But I agree, it's it's kind of weak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did like that it spins off since it gets him talking to Joe. I think is this the first time that the post flash like scene that they do right at the end was not the villains. Because almost every week prior, I think it's been yeah, you know, either, it is either it's... Wells doing something creepy or Grodd or Cold or something like that. And this week, it finally they've I felt like very nicely they flipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, they've the... flipped it back around. and now it's like and now it's like Barry and Joe like, all right, mm-hmm. let's hunker down and my, yeah. you know, figure this out. My
1: impression of the Stinger is it's usually something that's meant to imply that nothing is tied up in a neat bow, mm-hmm. and uh, there's always there's there's a loose end that's going to come back <laughs> and 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 smack you across the face. And my guess is that this is now the new loose end, which mm-hmm. is that. Um, you know the good guys can have secrets too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. It, it gives a nice strong thread to go into like the yeah. back half of the season with.
1: Yeah, because this what what episode was this? Uh, Sixteen, 16 I think. I think yeah. To, so yeah, we, we we basically have like the back third at this point. We've yeah. we've, we've we've. I think we're entering Act Three. So.
2: I hope that they, they do more with repercussions for the timeline because I agree with yeah. you that that cleaned up a mm-hmm. little too cleanly, yeah. right? So so one yeah. would hope that there's there's well, some I lingering. Th- thing. Th- effects from I,
0: that i gotta think like going in you know that the uh you know we've we've already had the hint obviously that he's gonna go back in time and try to save his mom mm-hmm. which yeah. wells is sort of trying to disabuse him of but obviously that's something that would have major repercussions right because now he's yeah. changing like 20 years worth of timeline yeah so i mean i feel like maybe they're saving some of the like this was sort of the teaser for like oh look weird mm-hmm. things can happen when you mess with the timeline yeah. oh now we mess with 20 years of the timeline really weird things are gonna
1: mm-hmm. happen yeah that's um Sort of the point of Flashpoint, which uh, yeah, right, Tony recommended to me, and I read that, and and basically it comes down to the entire world goes to hell because one person lived instead of died, and um, I do wonder if this show has the guts to go in that direction where they're going to make the argument that one person's existence does or doesn't matter that much. Um, what I did find interesting is you've got that woman who's calling the taxi, and, it, and she was the the end of the one episode and the beginning of the other, and how Barry knows he's gone back in time, and if you look really closely, she's wearing a giant tree necklace. And I was like, oh, that's metaphorical for the way time branches off. <laughs> so <laughs> so I don't know if that was deliberate or if it's the costumer going, okay, like five people will notice this. Or, or I did
0: not notice that, so I feel yeah. like maybe that was more credit than they deserve. But I like yeah. that. I like where you're going.
1: Yeah, because uh, there's... Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there... Uh, sorry. Uh, we, we, we have a rotating cast of people in this podcast. It's all good. Um,
2: Pay no attention <clears throat> to the... Pay no mind. attention
1: to... <laughs> exactly. But um, I what I wonder is if captain cold is going to wreak so much more havoc and Barry is going to be like, you know what? It was actually better when the city was in danger from the tsunami compared to what's going on now. Or if this is simply going to be, no, this is, this is okay because it's just me who's consistently getting, you know, pooched by the new timeline and, and Uh one person. So, so I don't know, but yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like this episode was, was a bone thrown to the Dr. Wells apologist like myself. Um, I feel like this episode actually represents an exciting turning point for Iris, because it gives her some agency that's independent of, um, and ironically, it happens because it's all about her relationships with different men, but it's one of the few times the writers have actually written her as somebody who's like, you know, look, you, you can't keep doing this to me. I have my own thoughts and feelings, and here they are. Um,
0: maybe this is alternate, like, parallel universe Iris. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. If we're taking this all in parallel universe, maybe <laughs> all these characters are now slightly different than they were before.
1: Yeah, well, that's... Wasn't that, isn't that like one of the premises of... Wasn't that like one of the premises of the New 52? That is exactly it. Yeah, was the Flash like, no, wait, you're... It's not quite
2: perfect back. Hence, we can reset continuity and make you buy more comics, so...
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) And it worked Uh, for me, at least. mm -hmm.
1: No, I like the idea of resetting continuity, because, you know, they've effectively reset continuity on Cisco when you Mm -hmm. think about it. They've reset continuity on Iris. Mm -hmm. They got rid of the the Pulitzer journalist, um, which is... Phil, because Phil wandered in and was like, "Oh, he's dead." Well, I never liked his character anyway. I'm like, no, <laughs> I liked him. I liked how how they did how... a
2: lot with like parallels, right? Because like Cisco mm-hmm. yeah. and Wells still have their heart to heart. Oh, um, and it's so it's so... the Reverse Flash kills somebody. Yeah, um, yep. someone still learns Barry's identity this time. Mm-hmm. Captain Gold instead of Iris, right? Yeah, yeah. You yep. know, yeah. Someone suspects Wells this time, Barry instead of Cisco, right? So they yeah. still they did yep. a lot of nice parallels mm-hmm. with that which i i don't know if that's just as a narrative structure or the idea that like some elements of time have to move forward i i think I don't that's
1: know. i think it's the latter mm-hmm. and um it also boxes in wells in a way because you can kill cisco without too many repercussions i mean <laughs> no you well you can because all because he, he you can he, uh, well, so he well had, th- they,
0: it's like they know, oh yeah cisco he left town yeah.
1: Well he's, because he's and gone. this sounds me, it's because he's a lab monkey and you can hire other really skilled engineer engineers and lab monkeys and all those. And I say that with love and affection, but there are a lot of graduates from engineering schools who are gifted and would surely do this. There is only one guy who is capable of running fast enough to mess with the space time continuum, and Doctor Wells cannot blithely kill him when he figures something out. Mm-hmm. So this ups the stakes for Doctor Wells in a mm-hmm. way that Cisco's discovery did not. Cisco was basically an HR problem. Um mm-hmm. Barry Barry is a <laughs> Barry is a business model problem. We, you
2: know, well, do you even need to kill Cisco? Can't you just give him notice? Um, so <laughs> should we should we discuss Conspiracy Corner? Um, you know, in terms of what are the... I, I don't know if we have new things to think about as far as what 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 overarching uh, villainous, villainous plans are being being worked. Uh, but it was interesting to yeah. see. I was a little curious about Wells' reaction to Barry's time travel, right? Because, yeah. first of all, he picked up right away. That's mm-hmm. kind of suspicious, which suggests maybe yeah. that, like, Reverse Flash has done a lot of time traveling, which is, yeah. you know, probably not good. Um, but then I was a little surprised that, like, he did not want to know
1: Yeah, everything. he's all, la, 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 don't tell me. And... Um, What I find interesting is that... My guess is that Gideon's biggest function is to monitor the space-time continuum. Yes. And um, they've basically got that newspaper as like a fixed modal point. So... Mm -hmm. How? What? It's,
0: it's a very Doc Brown thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back to the yeah. future, where he's like, "No, you can't tell me anything about the fu- my own future or the future because it yeah. will like influence events." Mm-hmm. And I
2: wasn't sure. Were we getting any new information there? Where I mean, the one thing I kind of picked up on is they were looking at the the, the thing where Flash disappears, and they refer mm-hmm. to the timeline as not corrupted right yeah yeah and, and i get. Right. so i guess so, is so that how
1: do you define corrupted yeah I mean, is that
2: what's supposed to happen or what reverse flash wants to happen or no and i, I really admit like,
1: i haven't downloaded the the latest episode off itunes but when no. i do i'm gonna pause on the uh Newspaper to see if they still have the lower right hand, lower left hand corner item about Queen Consolidated. And and I, did, and- I, I did, I did posit- it. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Okay, yeah, that also, I was-
2: the, the secondary headline is "Red Skies." Red skies. Maybe, and we don't yeah. really know what that like. Is that a person or a atmospheric effect? We don't
0: know, right? Yeah, I but- would guess an atmospheric effect somehow mm-hmm. related to the Flash, because the yes. Flash disappears, right? So like yeah. somehow. It's the Flash, probably running super fast to stop that something. That doesn't sound like him at all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I'm wondering if he runs... really slow.
1: Do you think he gets the bright idea to run forward and inadvertently takes Thawne back? Or... I mean, there's just... Um, and somebody on Twitter, and I'm sorry I forgot your handle and I don't have my tweet deck open right now, suggested that it's possible that what's going on is Dr. Wells is trying to keep the space-time continuum from aggressively resetting itself because mm-hmm. he's already warping it enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so, I think he's trying to get, he's trying to get back, right? Yeah. So, like, well, if is they change he trying his to, future. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, I guess, and maybe I'm not, I don't know if I'm missing it or we just, as an audience, don't know yet. Has, I mean, he came back to try and set it to be the way that he wants it to be. Is mm-hmm. he still trying to do that, or is he is he just trying to get back at this point? Yeah, I don't I think know. He's trying to get back. I mean, like he talks because he talks what he tells to
0: Cisco in the last episode. Yeah. he's like, I've been stuck here, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I tried to go back and kill Barry.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that did not work. I so killed his mom
1: would... instead, and we don't right. we don't so... know what
2: work means, right? Like, yeah. I mean, right. does that mean like I am physically incapable of it because of like a grandfather paradox or something, mm-hmm. or or Barry or like Barry stops me, or yeah, exactly. So we don't. Totally know what that means, right? Right, but it seems to suggest that he needs.
0: Yeah, there, it's unclear exactly what the order of operations there is. Mm-hmm. Like, what he try to do when, and how does that affect mm-hmm. what he's trying to do? Now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well,
1: I like that it's not ambiguous because this means that they can get literally years out of yeah. these, <laughs> these questions. Yeah. But, um, um,
2: well, and no, I thought you know a... it was it was interesting with the reset because mm-hmm. I mean I obviously all the bad stuff was undone, but the reveal was kind of undone, and he's kind of it's this weird thing where he's. Yeah. Not a villain to the good guys, at least. Um, and yeah. I, I guess in my mind, I hadn't realized that would be so cleanly reset, right? And I it, guess, yeah, you know. So I don't know, but I guess Barry is mm-hmm. Barry is on to him at some level now, which is interesting, since he was so committed Adamant. to the idea that you mm-hmm. know Wells could do no wrong. Yeah. And then then a journalist goes missing, and everything changes. So. Yeah,
1: I, know, I just again this the, the, how how this show seems to think the journalists live and work is is really hilarious. You know. I,
2: Central City is a, is a utopia that, you know, we we can all dream of. Or, you know, it
1: really is. You it know. really is. <laughs> I bet those journalists all have, it's, like, retirement plans. Yeah. Pensions. Jobs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> Full employment. <laughs> Even
2: your crooked mafia-run casinos have things, warning systems where the, the Flash knows that there's a crime taking place before the crime has actually taken place. Uh-oh. I noticed that. Yeah. Arrow has that problem sometimes too, where they show up yep. before the crime is actually started. But, um, but yeah, we know a crime going happened. Yeah, well, I mean that's
0: Crime Central, right down yeah. there. Like you know, you yeah. just get you have somebody posted.
1: Yeah, so. you're like, well, if there's a casino, there's going to be a crime. Yeah, <laughs> just... that's the, that is the way of it. So. I'm
0: glad that the poor captain got to keep his legs. Yeah, that's cool.
1: So far as we know, so um, I don't know how many. Did you guys ever watch the? Um, the the cinematic adaptation of H. G. Wells' Time Machine with uh, Guy Pierce as the uh, uh, as I the lead.
0: I may have might have seen part
1: ago. of it. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, once you get to the Morlocks and the Eloy, it's just ridiculous. But um, <laughs> there's a really funny sequence where he, because you know, one of the central reasons that this guy keeps trying to make his time machine is his fiance keeps dying and there's actually a really hilarious and it's unintentionally hilarious and like I got a lot of glares in the theater when, when this happened but there's you know he like sets the time machine and his fiance dies in one way and like he sets it and like you see her getting hit by a car in the background <laughs> <laughs> oh. Honestly, I can't even recall it without laughing and so I kind of wonder if this show is going to go that way every once in a while where you know it's at this Dr. Wells ends up stabbing somebody like once every three episodes or even once every episode, I'll, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Gideon, how's the timeline? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if you he's still...
0: really get like a smartwatch or something that just lets him know rather than having to go in that stupid mm-hmm.
1: room. Yeah. Well, this actually. Um, I'm no scientician, but when you think about the subtle differences now in humanity from from here versus 400 years ago, like all of the acquired or not so acquired immunities we do and don't mm-hmm. have. And, uh, you know, the fact that most people have pretty good teeth because dentistry is, is easily available and so on and so forth. Like, what level of biological performance does Dr. Wells take for granted that that mm-hmm. doesn't exist in the 21st century? Do you think he's like secretly horrified that, that, that you know, that people are still diabetic or something <laughs> like that?
0: Uh, he probably is amazed that we still have to eat things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? So where where like, like, the, this, like paste from a
0: tube or something he likes like this fries, is the though, future so. where soylent is so, yeah.
1: yeah he pours himself a nightcap we saw that in a previous That's episode right. do, you
0: think, do you think there's things he misses like that like if he went back to the future are there things that he would miss no like timeline? are there
1: what i'm saying is um there are actually probably diseases that would lay us flat if we went back 400 years just sure. because mm-hmm. we haven't been exposed no to exposure. them at all yeah. and what i'm wondering is is how come that hasn't happened to him yet
2: Comic book logic. Also Speed yeah. Force, which is part of comic book logic.
1: <laughs> also Speed Force. <laughs> he,
2: he can run really fast away from those diseases. Yeah, I guess Obviously. he can
1: outrun microbes. Yeah, yes. a
2: cold can't catch him. He's too fast. So.
1: Womp, womp.
2: Captain Cold can. Hi. Oh, that made it worse. Oh. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. No, uh, Dominic Purcell is also, like, again, Wentworth Miller, I feel, had the, had the role of the episode. But Dominic Purcell is, is surprisingly entertaining mm-hmm. as, as his little hothead sidekick. Mm-hmm. And yeah, also apparently he can't quite ages. decide if
0: he's Australian or not, even though I think believe the actor is Australian. Yes, his, the actor is his Australian. His accent keeps creeping through, but in the first episode he showed up, it was unclear whether or not he was supposed to be using it or not.
1: <laughs> that was that was also a thing on Prison Break. Oh, so okay. So, okay. That's, so maybe that's, he just
0: doesn't do a very great American accent.
1: Yeah. it's they, um,
0: Both Arrow and Flash have tricky relationships with Australian actors who may or may mm-hmm. not be Australian characters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, are you referring to Manu Bennett?
0: Uh, Manu Bennett's actually Amanda, pretty good. Yeah. I was thinking the Captain Boomerang is pretty terrible since yeah. he's uh, clearly supposed to be Australian. Also, yeah. And the guy I who think played that Weather Wizard Australian. also. Yeah, there's a yeah, whole overlap and, uh, with
2: people from the show Spartacus, which is, I think, filmed in Australia or New Zealand. So it has a ton, yeah. of, ton of those mm-hmm. actors in it.
0: Yeah, we have a long running story. The fact about that the two people locked up on Oliver's Island prison are both Australian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe people they just like used speak... to being on an island prison. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe they just speak sorry. in Australian,
1: sorry, Australian accents when they're all too soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Australia's been a nation for how long?
2: <laughs> well, nation. no, I watched I watched them.
1: Um, I watched so... um, <laughs> <laughs> them. One of the comic one of the comic con panels where they have everybody, and I hadn't realized that Paul Blackthorne oh, is, yeah, is as is like as crazy British sounding as yeah. he is. When well, when but he's,
0: that's why his accent is generic cop
1: guy <laughs> <laughs> with the with the with the with the sliding s's that drives me crazy the way he whistles his s's, but still, all things considered, he's doing very well with the, with the. With,
0: with I, I, yeah i do love it. I, i've gotten used to his accent but it does feel mm-hmm. very like i'm a cop from someplace between you know
2: like yes. ah new new boston <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well we, well, we don't know, know where the city is yet it's you exactly
1: know, so for all we somewhere know somewhere tsunami
2: all... adjacent but you know so
1: for all we know starling city is new boston yeah you know, but, but legalized <laughs> yeah, well, gambling it
0: is shot the the overheads are shot in our boston skyline which is yeah. hilarious to me but it's mm-hmm. also in one episode they do show a map and it's actually somewhere in the midwest but yeah. it's unclear yeah yeah so
1: oh. oh and exciting. Um to follow up on a previous point in a previous p- previous podcast, they haven't mentioned it on Arrow, but they not not excuse me, they haven't mentioned it on the Flash, but they did on Arrow. Bloodhaven exists.
2: Yes. yes.
0: Bloodhaven does exist. Yeah. So
1: so exciting! Another city is lo- along with um, Coast City, which is home of mm-hmm. Green Arrow. Yep. I mean Green Lantern. So uh, they're, they're slowly but surely the CW is is staking out and colonizing most <laughs> of the DC. Soon there will yes. be a superhero. There
2: will be a superhero show every night of the week for you for, as part of the CW God constellation.
1: Dar- I don't know. We'll we'll have reached peak peak superhero. That's the it's the B
0: it's the B list Justice League, as I think I expressed to Tony yeah. at some point. it's yeah. just like they're building. It's like all right, Green Arrow and Flash down. You can mm-hmm. have everybody. You yeah, go up from there.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's. Not not so bad, though, because the B-listers are always pretty interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's more you can do with it. Everybody yeah. knows about Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. You can't yeah. really do as much with that, whereas the guys on the lowdown, you can mm-hmm. do whatever the heck you want, and show only me nerds Boy, like us will know. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Vixen. Good God. There'll be a show around Vixen, and it'll be like Sex in the City, only with, with women who can turn into animals. <laughs>
0: People would watch that. <laughs> they oh, would. Oh my god, they would. That is such a CW show. Uh, <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> All right, call us CW. We have ideas. <laughs> so
2: are there have we have we've I think we've hit most of our bases for our, our big check-in segments. Is there yeah. anything that we're we're mentioning? I don't know if I had a big shut up Cisco line from this week. It seems no. like he's now he's a person. It's hard to make fun of him. Yeah, they've uh, rebooted he, him. He's, if they, they able to a say real
1: boy.
0: In, if you were able to say it in Spanish, you could like yeah. have a comment on how they they speak Spanish to each other, which I thought was actually really clever. There you
1: go. Ca- no, I like that they spoke Spanish and apparently did not bother Captain Cold in the slightest. Like, <laughs> well, he I not, think he... He is not remotely. Oh, they're conspiring. testing my vocabulary. That's great.
2: That's very educational. I mean, <laughs> Heatwave Wave, I think, was supposed to be super, supervising that situation and he was <laughs> drinking <laughs> heavily. <so. Yeah. laughs> heat Wave is not a supervisor. I'm just saying in the organization, you should not know... promote him above menial worker. I'm just, you know, they're still working out how delegation works in the Rogues, so I mean, they're they're learning a lot, you know. There's a lot of opportunity.
1: I kind of can't wait now to see what happens when Captain Cold goes up against Gorilla Grodd. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that will be interesting. I will have to say, I the mean, one... I,
1: I really hope that they can scrape together like the CGI budget for it, and that it's not Wentworth Miller monologuing at like a pod <laughs> in the a darkness, stunt, you a know? stuffed
2: gorilla. <laughs> you know that could, that could be. I don't know if they'll they'll do it this season, but that could be like a really cool. Plot point in The Flash would be, you know, basically Flash's non-meta-human villains have to help him... Save the city against all the metahumans that get out of the jail or something like that, right where he could yep. he could he could totally force Captain Cold and Heatwave to help him save the city from all the you know super yeah, crazy you guys can't, so.
0: you can 't rob it if the metahumans... yeah you can 't rob it,
2: and I, you know at the end of the day they're just guys with funny guns that are slightly more effective than normal guns um,
1: you know what I would actually like to see <laughs> like they is almost very... robbed a
2: truck um,
1: <laughs> and and close. I doubt they 'll do this for the season finale because i 'm terrible at predicting things um. But what I would like is if Barry somehow disappeared while trying to go back in time to save his mom. And then the new season opens up with Dr. Wells, like, facing a city falling apart because Captain Cold and Gorilla Grodd have kind of gone nuts together. Oh. <laughs> be- be- because, because, again, in the ongoing evolution of Dr. Wells, it would be like, do do I use my reverse flash thing? Do I tip my hand? Mm-hmm. Do, do I just let the, the, the timeline get more and more jacked up because these people are running wild? Like I'd like to see would like to see a nuanced situation like that where Barry is taken out of the picture for a bit and everyone's like oh crap, you know? <laughs> there's. Mayhem I, see, in this I, I think yeah. you're
0: being pretty optimistic that, that Doctor Wells makes it to season two. I feel like I'm skeptical about like I feel like that reveal has to come sooner rather than later at this point. They've, they've yeah. built up enough stuff. And like, there's only so long you can draw out that tension without it just getting like yeah. the, the secret identity Ridiculous, thing right? yeah. that just gets boring, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, he doesn't know. Let's just keep dancing around this. Yeah. I agree
2: with you. It'll be sad when he's not there. Um, it
1: will yeah. be. Yeah. And, and Phil and I will have to stop singing our My Three Dads song, because...
2: <laughs> yeah. offer one,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Barry has three dads, was, was the thing. we still have the, two. So. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This oh. is true. We could probably get him
0: down to one. Just keep killing people. It's
1: gonna, oh, I think no, John Wesley ships should still show up from time to time. That's fine.
0: I love Joe. Joe is my favorite yeah. character on the
1: show. I, yeah, yeah. It's, well, just it's, because, it's, because Joe is just like Ugh, my dumb life, you know. <laughs> also, he just
0: Jesse Martin seems to be having such a such a good time. Yeah. yeah. If you saw on Twitter the. Uh, the rendition of the Firefly theme song that yeah. he and Cisco and Eddie do, yeah, which is awesome, and it's clear that it's clear that he's actually a big nerd, right? Yeah. So, like, oh, we need more
1: uh, of those people. I mm-hmm. feel
0: like he's, and so yeah, this is incidentally this this has spawned my idea that since we know Grant Gustin can sing as well, barbershop mm-hmm. quartet episode.
1: <gasps> <gasps> oh, I hope so. I hope so.
0: You know, at at some point, there'll be a lull in crime, and we'll have
2: to find some hobbies to, you know, keep -hmm. them together. Like,
0: there's not going to be a villain that involves singing at some point? Come on.
2: Yeah, Pied Piper. Oh, please. You can only defeat him by, you know, (laughs) (laughs) harmony. (laughs) Oh, my god. It's his only
1: weakness. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope that episode comes to pass. All right. Well, I think, think, honestly, our our minds are still a little blown from... uh, the elegance of the reboot because this could have gone bad in a bunch of different ways. And the writers actually just kind of went reset, 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 Mm -hmm. reset progress. And so heading into the back third, we're in a strong position. Um, Thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode and really happy that a couple of problematic characters made big steps forward. Um, Any final thoughts from uh, either of you guys?
0: I was a little disappointed. The introduction (laughs) of uh, Captain Cold's sister does fall into a little bit of that trope with the like there's your shut up Cisco line, like, oh, I didn't think someone who looked like you could be a structural engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, she wasn't a structural engineer, presumably. So you know So okay. so his first <laughs> so
1: his first instincts were actually right on. <laughs>
0: yeah. But in a in a in a show that uh, does seem to struggle with some of its female characters, maybe that wasn't the best like cliched mm-hmm. scene to play out. But I I, I agree. I think I, I was mostly a big fan of this episode. It would have been nice to see a, like a couple closer ties to what changed. Like as we were talking about the consequences. But it was mm-hmm. it's still nice. I did like enjoy just sort of Barry getting punched both physically and metaphorically in the face for most of the episode.
2: <laughs> Can't mess with time yep
1: well all right i want to thank dan Moran for stepping in ably this week um my pleasure it was a pleasure and i'm really looking forward to the crossover episodes when we also do the crossover podcasts yes because it will be a veritable rogues gallery of podcasters (laughs) i prefer to think of
2: it as super friends so all right there we go (laughs)
1: all right or 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 super friends and uh of course phil mozlack will be there in in his capacity as matter eater lad right i have to mention that before he does and um so, once again with the Flash Flash cast, um, Dan Warren is with us this week as our special guest. With you, as always, I was Lisa Schmeiser.
2: I'm Tony Sindelar. Good night, nerds. And
1: we had Tony Sindelar. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>
2: cool.